This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. I uh, just noticed that my mic was on the entire time during the countdown video. So I hope none of you heard me like bitch about how much I hate doing this and how much I hate all of you. That's not true at all. I love you guys. Welcome to the Troll Patrol live. It's a freaking Tuesday. We are just two days away from our next debate that we're going to be watching. On Thursday, we're going to watch Republican challenger Blake Masters debate Democratic incumbent Mark Kelly in the Arizona Senate race. Then on Friday, a doubleheader. Ron Johnson versus Mandela Barnes in the Wisconsin Senate race. Ted Budd and Sherry Beasley in the North Carolina Senate race. We're going to do both those debates, and then we're going to be doing a freak show. It's Friday's Friday Night Freak Show special guest co-host, August Aguilar. Aguilar? I'm sorry, I always fuck his name up. I'm sorry, August. I'll get it right on Friday. August is one of the owners, directors, producers of Strange Films. So really kicking off the spooky season this coming Friday. You want a tank meme? Got, I couldn't, couldn't, uh, get to my mic fast enough. I'm sorry. I think 2022 has been hard on you. Look at what it's done to Eminem. Meatcakes, good evening. RB, Warlord. Love you guys. Eminem's had a rough year. I think it's been downhill since the Super Bowl performance. I'm I'm still predicting that the Democrats pick up two or three seats. That's not tra- that's not transphobic at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Using me of being transphobic. Go fuck yourself. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. We will see, won't we, Warlord? Hmm. You may have a point on that one. Are we purposely misgendering Ellen? Yes. Does Ellen... I... Maybe I... Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe I've stepped in it here. Maybe I do deserve to be canceled now. So be sure to go to the Freak Store and buy yourself a Cancel Justin. <laughs> Elijah Woodland. 
Be sure to go to the Freak Store and buy your Cancel Justin t-shirt to make sure uh, that you let me know that you want me canceled. That is a must. Also, stickers. You wanna, if you'd rather have a sticker, you can get a sticker for the back of your laptop, your refrigerator, that sort of thing. Show the world that you want to cancel Justin Freakin'. Still getting over the sickness, so. Perhaps I shouldn't be hitting the bong. Maybe that's my issue. I've got a perfectly good bowl sitting here. Why don't I hit it? Oh, well. What are we going to talk about? We got news to talk about, don't we? Apparently, you know, we've been talking about the probability of nuclear war. We had forgotten all about North Korea. Apparently, they lobbed a missile. I say lobbed because you know the news story says launched. I've 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 seen North Korean technology in action, so I'm going to say they lobbed lobbed a missile over Japan. But that's me being pedantic, right? In the last few hours, Trump has petitioned the Supreme Court to intervene in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. Also, just as I predicted last night, the whole suing CNN thing, just a ploy for money. He's begging for money because he's suing CNN. We now have a Bloomberg uh, Bloomberg story confirming it. We're going to take you inside the opening statements in the sedition trial against the Oath Keepers. Show you what jurors saw. This is this is this is the story. This is this is the story tonight, isn't it? This is what you're all waiting for. I already made the thumbnail. I know I'm gonna clip it and put it on YouTube because it's what everybody's talking about. I've already made the thumbnail for it, and my god, did I outdo myself with this thumbnail. Herschel Walker's son turns on him. After it is confirmed that Walker paid for an abortion. You see, I've used a family feud theme here. And the, and the, the fetus in the middle and Steve Harvey's face. That's Christian Walker over here. This is cracking me up. This is, this is Walker's ex-wife that I believe is Christian's mom. This is current wife. And then this is the uh, fetus he paid to abort. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to talk about Christian Walker posted a video to Twitter just completely deriding his dad. Herschel Walker went on Fox News with, I believe it's Sean Hannity, to completely deny the allegation It's a doozy. <laughs> Plus, we have Anna Navarro is going to rattle off a list of Republicans who have been known to oppose uh, abortion, yet pay for their mistress's abortion when it comes down to it. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna watch our first View clip in a while. We haven't watched a clip from the View in quite some time. 
a Colorado gubernatorial candidate is upset about furries in schools, even though it's not going on. She's very upset about furries in schools, and she's doubling down. We're going to watch Governor Ron DeSantis get butthurt over a reporter asking him questions. Country music legend icon Loretta Lynn has passed away. I was born a coal miner's grandson. Not that far from where she was born, a coal miner's daughter. Oh, I I can't let a show pass without remarking on Loretta Lynn. Elon Musk will indeed be buying Twitter, it seems. Because Twitter called his bluff and was going to force him to. He's just ponied up and going to say, all right, I guess I'll buy it because I'm going to lose in court. We're going to hear from Dan Bongino about how brilliant Elon Musk is. A school in California, I believe it was, held a slave auction. It was a football team. The football team has forfeited the rest of its season. There's fucking video. There's also video of a teen at a state fair in Oklahoma getting the shit beat out of him by a cop. But hey, 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 hey. Instead of calling a cop to beat the shit out of you, why don't you just call a crackhead? At least that's what Senator John Kennedy says. He would like you, instead of calling the cops, to call a crackhead. And we're going to explain why that's probably a better idea than calling the cops. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol Live. Mandy, Mox, RB over on the Twitch. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. Yep, exactly. Saving the legal fees is a great idea because he was most certainly going to lose. But I've seen so many right-wingers proclaim how brilliant Elon Musk is. And I'm assuming that's exactly what Dan Bongino is going to do as well. Internet is uh, bouncing back and forth. It looks like it's staying pretty steady, but it, it dips a little bit there. So my apologies if I cut out on you for a second. If I happen to freeze, just refresh and it should come right back. Or or go outside and touch grass. You probably need to. No, 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 no. Do that after my show, after my show. I want to I want to I want to talk to some people about the news. I guess we're going to start off tonight with Gary scenario here for the Japanese for a little while. So these are air raid sirens going off in Japan. Mansoor, 
Reverse Thread, welcome. That's, that is scary. Hearing those sirens. Uh, people were put on alert in Japan. Let me actually pull up a story. There was no story with that. Um, I actually have a picture. I believe this is out of North Korea. Of Koreans looking at state media during the launch. I believe. I might be wrong on that. Let's go BBC on this one. I didn't, I didn't like any of the sources I was seeing at the top. North Korea fires a ballistic missile over Japan. So they've, they've got some video here as well. Well, yeah, we got a, a alert. Remember, Hawaii got an alert. 2017? That a nuclear attack had launched, but it turned out to be a false alarm. So, the missile traveled 4,500 kilometers before falling into the Pacific Ocean, far enough to hit the U.S. island of Guam if it took another trajectory. It is North Korea. Uh, it is the North's first missile launch over Japan since 2017. Japan issued an alert to some citizens to take cover. The U.S., Japan, and South Korea conducted their own military drills in response. South Korean and U.S. aircraft fired at a mock target on an uninhibited island in the Yellow Sea, while the U.S. and Japan also jointly carried out drills over the Sea of Japan. The U.N. prohibits North Korea from testing ballistic and nuclear weapons flying missiles towards or over other countries without any warning or consultation also contravenes international norms. Most countries avoid doing it completely as it can easily be mistaken for an attack. While it is not as big as a nuclear test, which could be next, it can be considered hugely provocative. People in the north of Japan, including uh, Hakado Island and Amori City, reportedly woke up to the noise of sirens and text alerts which read, North Korea appears to have launched a missile. Please evacuate into buildings or underground. As the missiles flew overhead, they were warned to look out for falling debris. He remained calm, though, with one video showing Tokyo commuters walking normally as loudspeakers blared out warnings. I'm sure this is surreal. Oh, 
Also, if Elon is buying Twitter, please give me my Twitter back. Please give me my Twitter back. Others were more shaken. If a missile hit, I was worried it would be a big problem, not only here, but also nationwide. Mori resident Kazuka Abina uh, told the Ashai Shimbun newspaper. Officials later said the intermediate... And I, no, 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 no. And I, I not only want, you know, the Twitter that MediaWinch made for me, I want Mr. Justin Freakin, my original Twitter that I created in like 2009 or 2010. I want that one back. That has just pages and pages of jokes. Because that's what I used to do on Twitter, was I just tweeted out my jokes. And I, I, I used to use it as my, my, almost like my notebook for writing my jokes down. It was my Twitter. I'd just go back through my Twitter and come up with new routines. I didn't do anything to get banned, Warlord. I didn't do anything to get banned. You're, you're acting like it was my fault. And it wasn't. If, if I was doing anything on Twitter, it was a kicking authority in the balls. He's kicking authority in the balls. I didn't harass anybody. I didn't use any slurs. All I was doing was being provocative towards authority. He's kicking authority in the balls. <laughs> That's what Kim Jong-un is over there doing in North Korea. I'm not, I'm not going to do the voice. I was getting ready to do a really racist voice. He's over there talking about how, ah, my missile test was kicking authority in the balls. <laughs> He's kicking authority in the balls. I'm sure a scary situation for people in Japan. Scary situation going on if uh, you were Donald Trump right now. He's kind of in a lot of legal trouble. He's probably not going to be able to get out of it. I know people have said that before, but you know. Oof. He's doing everything he can to get himself arrested. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to intervene in the fight over records the FBI seized from his Florida home as part of an investigation into alleged retention of classified information, theft of government documents, and obstruction of justice. And I just did that transition off the top of my head, but my original, like, when I was putting this show together, I was like, oh, you can make a joke about how one of the documents that's still missing is his letter to Kim Jong-un. Totally forgot to do that. I... I went with a far inferior uh, segue into this segment thanks to just my my stoner brain going on here. Prepared for this and everything. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to... Whoa, whoa potato! Come, which version are you singing to me? Are you singing the uh, original Tears for Fears version? Or are you singing, uh, what What was it, Gary? It wasn't Gary Glitter, that's the pedophile. Was it Gary Jules was, was the dude that did the Donnie Darko cover? 
Just wondering, just wondering which version I should be singing in my head. I, I prefer the Tears for Fears version. Disturbed covered that? I didn't even know that. Disturbed covers a lot of fucking songs, especially a lot of 80s songs. Lenny, good evening. Salutations up to South Boston. Anybody else sneak in here I don't know of? Oh, Dustin, I don't think I've said hey to you tonight, my friend. Tears for Fears is the best version. I always thought that uh, the Donnie Darko version was the cover. It's the it's the other way around. The Tears for Fears is the original. You guys are trying to, to get me off track tonight. You want to talk about music instead of Trump, don't you? That's the way to get me off track. I will talk about music for hours. Cover songs you think are better than the original. Go. Mine's Metallica. Uh, Turn the page. And I take a lot of fucking flack for that. Oh, woke potato. Um, here's, here's the way I grade that debate. You, you... You can say Rob wrecked me, as many people have. But, I mean, he didn't wreck me with facts or a good argument. He just steamrolled me and made some really shitty arguments and, and lied as well, as I've pointed out in sub Because I, the, the whole Russia thing, I did so well, I held my own. And I think you came in here when we were doing the Senate debate and you were saying something about the, uh, the Rob debate. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk during the the debate because people people actually thanked me for not talking over the candidates. I got a lot of new fans from that. But I, I, I do want to. I do want to talk with you about this. So I feel like I did really good holding my own. Spartan three thousand four. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Um, I think I did really good making my case that there was no double standard in the FBI or if there was a double standard, it was towards leftists. I think very early on, I did a very good job. Oh, Spartan, I'm Justin Freakin' and here's what I'm about. I would give anything, anything in the world to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. That's what I'm about. Oh, and you might need a content warning. Why would I want to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole? It's kind of a domination thing. Have you seen Dan Crenshaw? My first exposure to him was when uh, Pete Davidson made that joke on SNL and you know the can't the people that are always upset about cancel culture and everything Dan Crenshaw you know got all butt hurt about Pete Davidson making a joke about him on SNL and then like he went on there and Pete Davidson apologized yada 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 because Lauren made him Pete has said that since then but then Dan Crenshaw went on to be like just one of the most insufferable pieces of shit to ever hold a congressional seat. And my God, that's saying a lot if you know anything about the history of Congress. I would put him 
in the top 50 for sure. In the top 50. He probably wouldn't crack the top 20 or the top 30, but top 50. I'm I'm sorry, Monsoor. That is uh, that is not his actual eye tissue. Exactly, exactly. The eye hole looks kind of dry. It, it 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 could use some moisture. <laughs> oh. but yeah, woke potato. I feel like I did a really good job. Uh, holding my own at the beginning, making a case that there was no double standard in the FBI or that the double standard exists towards the left. And that he himself had a double standard that he didn't care about all the other shitty shit the FBI was doing. He just wanted to be upset because uh, Donald Trump was being prosecuted. So he parlays that into talking about the Russia investigation. And I'm like, Man, I don't know about the minutiae of this. I don't want to talk about this. So that's what he yelled about for two hours. And I shouldn't have let him do that. And that is one of the reasons why uh, people don't debate Rob Noer without a moderator. I've I've noticed that no one debates him anymore without a moderator. I will. I don't go out looking for them. I'm not like a debate bro or anything. Um, I mean, my phone lines are open. My Discord is open. If you want if you want to debate me, I'm totally open for it. And apparently that content is really popular on YouTube and Twitch. I personally like doing the show that I do where we run down the news and I feel informative. I They are definitely right-leaning, but I mean, one of the things that I pointed out to Rob was that the Inspector General, General's report showed that there were pro-Trump agents in the FBI. And I'm just like, the FBI is just like any other uh, group. It's going to be representative of all kinds of viewpoints. There's going to be Hillary supporters and Trump supporters, both in the FBI. So this 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 one instance of Peter Strzok or whatever isn't an indication that the entire FBI is working on behalf of, of, of Hillary. And that was just absurd. But also, uh, I feel bad that I fucking argued about Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election for well over two hours. It was kind of a waste of fucking time. We've got so many other more important things to discuss. And I, that is what I am kicking myself over to this day, over that debate. And also that I've made, in my intro, I made a third point that I wanted to know the reforms that he would make to the FBI. Clearly the only thing he wanted to say is abolish the FBI. But as we've talked about here on this show since that debate happened, the FBI does things like investigate corrupt officials, investigate corrupt cops. They investigate trafficking across state lines. So there needs to be an agency that handles those sort of issues. Even if we want to put limits on that agency to where they're not infiltrating uh, peaceful protest groups, which I presented ample evidence that that is a lot of what the FBI does. And I even on a different episode, and it wasn't the Rob debate, and I think it was it was Friday night. It was Friday night on the Freak Show with uh, Sir Warmups. I got into a, a issue where, you know, the FBI was 
in the wrong, and it's the, the Ruby Ridge, the Randy Weaver family. But how the FBI was legitimate, because this, that, that, there was a neo-Nazi group. Now, Randy Weaver and his family were separatists that were living close to this compound. And if you wanted to have human interaction, basically the, this compound, it was a Nazi compound out in the woods of like Idaho. I think it was Idaho. If you wanted to have any kind of human contact, that, like, that the compound was the closest place. So the FBI caught Randy Weaver, who was just a, a you know, probably not the smartest guy, uh, probably a little naive and everything. They caught him because they thought he would be like an easy mark. And they, they literally entrapped him. I will call it entrapment to get him to saw off some shotguns. And the reason they wanted to do that, I have no doubt in my mind, was that they would offer him immunity in order to testify on the neo-Nazi group. But boy, did things go south and the FBI ended up murdering the entire Weaver family. But that is a, a instance where the FBI, like, that was a legitimate investigation where there were just missteps taken. And law enforcement makes those kinds of missteps all the time. And we're here talking about actual criminal justice reform on this show. So I feel that's the difference between me and Rob. Rob is just, like, bitching about an investigation because his dude that he supports politically is being investigated. And is guilty as fuck, let's face it. And he's upset about it, whereas we're actually trying to come up with legitimate policy ideas and prescriptions for solving these issues. And I try to be nuanced in my take. And I don't, I, I think I did a really good job of summing up the Ruby Ridge incident and not being overly critical of the FBI and not being overly critical of Randy Weaver. I wouldn't doubt that Rob was was like that. I don't have any information, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Just saying. So anyway, anyway, I'm not. Hold on, let me get a little more high. I'm not high enough for this shit. Then we'll get back to old Donnie boy. I just I I wish right wingers could feel embarrassment. And then there's, uh, there's, there's claims that he made that the FBI didn't try to verify the Steele dossier. Not true. Uh, he made the, the Deschenko. What was it? Igor Deschenko? Ivan Deschenko or something like that? He made the claim that he was investigated for being a Russian asset. And that was true. And you guys saw me look, look it up during the debate. And like, I don't, I didn't know what to do with that information at the time. But then when I go back and read the whole thing, he was working for the Brookings Institute and he made some fucking off color joke about, about if you have any information, we can share it with Russia. (laughs) But the thing that, that just completely blows Rob's point about him being a Russian asset, because that's the reason why he's like, no, no, it was Hillary that was actually working with Russia. 
So the Dushenko thing actually proves him wrong about that because Dushenko was very anti-Putin. Like, to the point where, where if Dushenko was to step foot in Russia, I believe he would be killed. Roger Stone is your new legal advocate. Man, and that's the thing. if you guys have not watched Get Me Roger Stone, I don't think it's a Netflix documentary, but it was on Netflix at one. Brookings Institute is sus. Agreed. Uh, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, because uh, I don't think it was a Netflix-produced documentary, but Get Me Roger Stone. And it's... I, I want to say it's pre-Trump too, or it might have it might have came out in like 2015 or 2016 during the the start of the Trumpism. But I want to say maybe it's before like 2013 or something. Fantastic documentary, but the man doesn't believe any of the shit he says. That's what's wild. He's just a political trickster. Is it not fantastic, Lenny? Is that not a great fucking documentary? Like, I would love... As much as I despise Roger Stone, I would love to sit and have dinner with him and and have a discussion with him. I might be afraid that he might try to hurt me. (laughs) Because, you know, I wouldn't pull any punches. And that's one of the things... Early on in the Troll Patrol, I'd made the joke that... uh, I would be a great co-host with Anthony Anthony Cumia of Opie and Anthony. Like, if the two of us could get together and and Anthony not shoot me in the head, <laughs> we would make fantastic radio together. But I, I feel like uh, I feel like Anthony can't take it as well as he could dish it out. And I just, I want somebody that can can dish it out and take it. And we've really been off topic tonight. It's Tears for Fears and now the Rob Nower debate and Roger Stone. Fucking Roger Stone with his Nixon tattoo on his back. Okay, okay, I think I'm high enough for this shit now. Also, okay, okay, one more thing about the nowhere debate. They really hate druggies, don't they? They really they really hate pot smokers. Uh, and I've had other people on the on the Oh no, woke potato, you're totally cool. I should put I should put the uh, That's not even the meme of the day. Oh wait a minute! The meme of the the meme of the day was uh, phobic. It was some kind of phobic. I can't put it back up. That's right. I had somebody else like three or four years ago, five years ago, or something. I was watching live videos on YouTube, and I was watching a live concert of Godspeed You, Black Emperor, and. Why? Are we celebrating something? Oh, she, 
She she walked in. Is this like a fucking gallon jug she's got of this shit? She just walks in and just holds this shit up. It's like... No. Cicero, good he, I mean, thank you for thinking of me, but... <laughs> oh, shit. But I, I commented that my first exposure to Godspeed You, uh, Black Emperor, I was tripping on acid. And I didn't even know what to expect. And I was blown the fuck away by them. And I like mentioned that under the, the video. And this dude, this comment I made three, four, five years ago or something. Like, comments like... Shit, let me let me let me pull it up because I'm just I'm still in disbelief. Somebody even said this to me. And the way he put it. What was the point of saying you were tripping on acid? Do you think it somehow makes you cool? I just think it's kind of lame to brag about smoking, drinking, tripping, whatever. Called me another substance braggart. What what kind of lame chud says something like that? And just 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 for that, I might have to have her bring me a shot in. Just for that, bring me it. No 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 no. I've got work to do after I get off here. Oh god. I don't even have the proper chaser for that anyway. Some people just suck. Some people actually uh, could use a doobie or some acid. That's that's why I got banned from Twitter this last time. The, the thing that got me banned was I told a dude, uh, I think it was a kid. I think he was like a teenager or something. I was like, I hope you go to college and drop some acid, go out to a forest and have some ego death. And that got me banned from Twitter. I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a metaphysical, philosophical claim, motherfuckers. Not actual death. It wasn't literal. Ugh. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. All right, back to the news, back to the news. Former President Donald Trump. Oh, you did some edible today? Hell yeah, Lenny. Fucking A, Lenny. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme... I, last time I thought I did edibles, they were just they were just truffles that were in the freezer. There was no pot in them. Ego death threats, exactly. Ego death threats. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to intervene in the fight over records the FBI seized from his Florida home as part of an investigation into alleged retention of classified information, theft of government documents, and obstruction of justice. Lawyers for Trump asked Justice Clarence Thomas on Tuesday. First of all, If the Supreme Court takes up this case and Thomas doesn't recuse himself, we better go... 
fucking terms of service. We need to go um, get out the pitchforks and the torches and head on over to the Supreme Court building. Yep, Tones, that's the one that uh, Media Winch got me, and it's already banned again. Yep, 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 yep. But, 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 as we're going to talk about later on in the show, Elon Musk is going through with the deal, so hopefully Justin doesn't even get, or doesn't get Justin Freakin's back. Justin gets Mr. Justin Freakin back. Justin wants to be Mr. Justin Freakin again. His original Twitter account. That's what I want. Oh, that is the cutest goddamn emote. I love little Choppy there. Lawyers for Trump asked Justice Clarence Thomas on Tuesday to issue an emergency order that would restore an outside reviewer's authority over about 100 documents with classification markings found at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate during August 8th. Oh, it's a bagel slicer. Bagel slicer, yep. So now, the 100 documents with classification markings, that was Judge Deary. That was the special master. Uh, He asked if the Trump team could prove that he had declassified any of these. And the Trump team made no effort to say that they were declassified. So Deary was like, these belong to the government here. And now he's reviewing all the other stuff. And he's let the government go ahead. The judge, uh, Aileen Cannon, tried to stop that. And the circuit court overruled Cannon. And it had, it it was a panel of three justices, or judges, two of them were appointed by Trump. So this is the appeal to the Supreme Court from the circuit court, the federal circuit court. Such a move would make it easier for Trump to continue to pursue claims that those documents, some marked top secret, or with even more restrictive classifications, should not be in the hands of the Justice Department investigators because they are subject to executive privilege because Trump declassified them before leaving office or for other reasons. A federal appeals court panel last month rejected U.S. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon's decision to include the roughly 100 potentially classified documents in the independent review and to halt their use as part of a criminal investigation while that process plays out. A Justice Department spokesperson declined to comment. A win at at the Supreme Court for Trump would uphold part of Cannon's decision to include those 100 records in her original order and keep them under review. I can't imagine that the Supreme Court takes the case. I can't imagine that they don't decline to hear it and leave. But once again, we're we're dealing with a wild card court here. Who knows what they're going to do? So I'm, I'm not exactly sure what is going to happen. And apparently you guys dropped out for a little bit there. Internet being kind of spotty tonight. Under any normal circumstance, the Supreme Court would not hear this case. If they do, and if Thomas doesn't recuse himself, 
I I don't see how uh, I don't I don't see how the Supreme Court can have any kind of legitimacy. Motherfucking shit. I don't I don't know why it's being shitty tonight. Uh, it says YouTube's back up, but it might be a different stream than what you started on. It probably is. So sorry about that. Sorry about that. It's ba- it's back to being steady now. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I would think the hurricanes remnants are already well past us. So I, I wouldn't see that be that being an effect or having an effect. Maybe I'm just not high enough for this. I mean, in all honesty, we haven't even really started this stream yet. I've gotten through one news story. One news story. Trump's emergency application does not appear to ask the high court to revive the part of Cannon's order that blocked the Justice Department and FBI from using the documents with classified markings in their ongoing criminal investigation. Instead, Trump appears to be asking Thomas simply to return those documents potentially containing national security secrets to the process being run by the special master, Raymond Deary, a veteran U.S. District Court judge in New York whom Cannon tapped for the role at Trump's request. Deary agreed with everybody else. In sum, the government has attempted to criminalize a document management dispute and now vehemently objects to a transparent process that provides much-needed oversight, Trump's lawyers wrote. Thomas issued an order on Tuesday evening, what? Directing the Justice Department to respond to Trump's application by next Tuesday at 5 p.m., Russia nuke train. What did, did Russia nuke a train? I would feel like that would be breaking news here on the Politico story if they did. The application was directed to Thomas because the stay removing the roughly 100 documents with classification markings from the special master process was granted by the Atlanta-based 11th Circuit, which Thomas oversees. Thomas is likely to refer uh, Trump's request to the full court for action, as is typical when disputes are high profile or when an application might gain traction with some justices. There, uh, there is no formal deadline for the court to respond to Trump's filing. But the Supreme Court usually takes these matters up rather fast. But it appears that they've given the Justice Department a week to respond to Trump. The Justice Department, which has been acting very swiftly in this case, might respond as soon as tomorrow. So... We'll see what happens. They are quite measured in their uh, responses, though, so it may be a couple of days. Probably won't take the whole week. Last night, we talked about Trump uh, suing CNN for defamation, and I speculated, educated guess, 
that uh, it was all a ploy to raise money. And uh, wouldn't you know who won the pony? Got any Jimmy Cornette fans in the crowd? I just popped you. Less than 24 hours after filing suit against CNN, former President Donald Trump is asking his supporters to donate to his cause. I am suing Corrupt News Network for defaming and slandering my name. The potential 2024 presidential candidate said in a fundraising email Tuesday that encouraged supporters to contribute $5 or more. Remember, when they come after me, they are really coming after you. Um, Trump, 76, sued CNN on Monday in federal court in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, seeking $475 million for alleged reports that compared him to Adolf Hitler and accused him of being racist. CNN has often been target of the former president and his supporters. Trump's recent legal efforts have gotten mixed results. Won a case in Florida seeking a special master to review materials seized by authorities in search Mar-a-Lago, but his suit against New York Attorney General Letitia James, seeking to derail her probe of his company, was dismissed, as was a lawsuit accusing Hillary Clinton of a vast conspiracy against him. I'm not high enough for this shit. Alright, real fast here before we go to break. Let's take a look at what the Oath Keepers trial looked like. Here's what jurors saw during the prosecutor's opening statements at the Oath Keepers trial. This is the trial for uh, conspiracy to commit sedition. This is the, the this is the big one. This is the serious one. Look, the opening statements began, and what they saw was some of the evidence that they're going to be picking through throughout this trial. Some of that evidence the public has seen, you have seen, I have seen, because it is the video. Uh, And when the prosecution said, hey, you're going to see them saying these things, and you're going to see text messages of them actually spelling out their plan, that's exactly what the prosecution showed in some of their opening statement. And one of the things that you saw in the very beginning is the prosecution started with a history lesson on how elections are finally certified and what this group uh, allegedly did to stop it by force. And what you heard from the prosecution are big ideas, one such as these people concocted a plan for... Now, his name is not Dan Crenshaw, but I would give anything to piss in Stuart Rhodes' open eye hole. Give me that eye, pussy, sir. Uh, I might need to make that one, don't I, Mox? Armed rebellion to shatter a bedrock of American democracy. That is sort of their case in a nutshell. Then you Are you reading my mind, by the way? That's not the first time you've done something like that. One of whom is probably the most high profile, which is the founder and leader of the Oath Keeper, Stuart Rhodes. Each of the attorneys has the opportunity to also present their case, which is why this is going to take up to six weeks. And each of them had a little bit different things to say about their clients and their clients' role. Uh, Ultimately, you had someone coming up and saying, look, they were there as peacekeepers. That was Rhodes' attorney. He said they were just waiting for the president to invoke the Insurrection Act, and they were there to basically hold the peace. 
But the problem is the Insurrection Act was never enacted. And so they're going to have to explain uh, all of that to a jury. But they also said that they're going to prove that this was not a plan to disrupt the government. They say, look, our clients may have gone inside of the Capitol. Some of them stayed outside. But then you had an attorney who really tried to break apart the FBI's initial case in which they said his client, uh, Mr. Caldwell, Thomas Caldwell, was the mastermind at the very beginning and then changed their mind to say, oh, what actually it was Stuart Rhodes. So he tried to break apart the FBI's initial case that they put forward um, in this supposed conspiracy and this seditious conspiracy. But I do want to make very clear how big of a deal this case is, for lack of a better word. You have to think about this case in the sense that this is perhaps the largest case that you are going to see because these members are accused of seditious conspiracy. The last time that happened, it was about 10 years. I think I did a better job of summing up like the magnitude of the charges than the actual reporter that's getting paid really good money on CNN. Hey CNN, I'm available. Do you want to? Do you want somebody that's a, a much better journalist? Fucking Comedy Central, The Daily Show. Uh, I hear you guys got an opening. I think I could do that. I could do that. Years ago in Michigan, and the government lost that case because the judge threw the case out. In this particular case, they have hundreds of hours of video. They have tens of thousands of messages between members of this group. They have statements uh, from several of uh, the defendants in this case that they are going to try to spell out and show that they conspired to stop the government from doing its business and they were going to do it by force. On the other side, they're trying to break all that apart, saying this group goes to protests and different things for years and they have never and been caused violence. doing something like this and they are going to try to prove Bullshit. I know exactly who the Oath Keepers are. Bullshit. 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 Bullshit, ma'am. Bullshit. When we come back from the other side of the break, it is the story you've all been waiting for. That's the very first one. We're going to get into Senate candidate Herschel Walker's denial of paying for an abortion. Yet you're going to see the receipts where he paid for an abortion and you're going to see his son basically break. His brain is going to break in the Twitter video he posted last night. All that and more on the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol Live. We live. This is the Troll Patrol Live with Justin Freakin. Yeah, fuck it. We already did the intro. Why did I even do that? Why did I even do that? Why did I just come back to this screen? I had to actually make some changes to some shit after I got streaming, so told you we weren't going to do that whole countdown. <laughs> I this this is this is like one of my favorite inspirational posters. I had a dude kept sharing these memes earlier today. I I guess you'd call them memes. They were just like pictures of this dude. I looked him up. He was like some 
He was some British guy that wrote books on, like, uh, the Tao and Buddhism and shit. So I want to say, like, he was a, like, a new wave fucking woo fucking bullshit artist. Fucking, because I looked the dude, hold on, let let me find out who this dude was. Like, Anton something, maybe? Should just be my history, it wasn't that long ago. No, no, I fucking look up a lot of shit throughout the day. (laughs) Especially in preparation for the show. Like, and it is, it is almost certain the FBI is Alan Watts. Alan Watts was who this dude was. Dude kept posting these Alan Watts quote. Sound like, like an enlightened centrist, right? Like, well, just because I have critiques capitalism doesn't mean that I'm a socialist. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Go home. Stop. And this is like, the dude, like, on the side I was on, everyone was bashing Thomas uh, Swalwell, or Sewell, or Swalwell, whatever the fuck you say his name. I've never cared enough to know how to properly say his name, I'll be honest with you. But everybody was bashing him because the page had shared out a quote by him, and rightfully so. He's a laissez-faire capitalist dumb fuck. It has some really stupid fucking quotes that the right loves to share out. But this dude is like, uh, even the worst people have some good ideas. Like, we shouldn't disregard people just, just because of some other stuff they did. And I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. Do you go to PragerU and do you tell them not to do that with Mao or Marx, huh? No, you don't. Only in defense of uh, shitty people like Thomas Swalwell. Or so well, or seem. Somebody tell me how to pronounce it. I'm gonna have to fucking look it up. It's gonna drive me fucking nuts. Look up an interview with him. I'm a Sewell, is that it? So well. So let's let's here's him replying to uh Trevor Noah having a debate. I had not seen this about reparations. Let's this is good shit. Let's watch this. Not the free for all now. We're still gonna do the Herschel Walker thing shortly. And try to let everybody get back. To your question, I think you have to understand what the word reparations means first. So reparations, you are repairing something that... The whole reason I pulled this up was because I wanted to hear Noah uh, say his name. Trevor didn't even introduce him. Broken. You are paying for something that you were supposed to pay for. I'm not saying that there aren't people living in America today who are suffering and are going through pain and strife because of what's happening when it comes to, um, you know, uh, machines taking jobs, uh, factories becoming industrialized, etc. But reparations is a specific conversation about a specific time in America, and that is black people were slaves. Article that got a lot of attention in The Atlantic a couple of years ago called The Case for Reparations. Oh, wait a minute. He's not even talking to him? By Ta-Nehisi Coates. Quote, white supremacy is a force so fundamental to America that it is difficult to imagine the country without it. Reparations is the price we must pay 
to see ourselves squarely. Close quote. And Tom Sowell, who actually saw Jim Soul. Crow's own eyes and responds, how? It would be nice to know his uh, evidence for what he said, just to be old-fashioned about it. Uh, no, it, 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 it was a rotten system. But I don't know how, how, how we get from that to reparations. I mean, what we see in the United States in terms of the bad things, you see all around the world. If you were to give reparations to everyone whose ancestors had been slaves, I suspect that you would have... We gave reparations to the slave owners. Fucking the UK was still paying reparations to slave owners. Until seven or eight years ago? I mean, just that recently. To the descendants of slave owners. Thomas Soul. Soul is how you say your name. So, I mean, I... I Apparently, somebody was able to make the argument for it in that instance. Have to give reparations to more than half the entire population of the globe. Slavery was not confined. It's a good idea, actually. I suspect that most of the people who are either slaves or slave owners around the world were neither white nor black. I mean, this was this was like a, I agree with you. Give reparations around the world for all the fucking shit the U.S. has done. It's a fantastic idea, but you know, you don't have to just go around handing out money. Fucking go, go build fucking infrastructure in countries that you have tore apart. Go build schools and hospitals. Provide education to the people. I'm down with that. Here, that like, to here in the U.S., it kind of feels like maybe we have uh, passed the point of actual reparations to descendants of slavery. But that doesn't mean that we can't correct the system by making a level playing field today. They want to talk about equality of opportunity, and that is exactly what I want to talk about. I want to give everybody the opportunity. The opportunity to go to school, the opportunity to have the same health care as everyone else, the opportunity to have a good paying job, the opportunity to own a home. That is literally what we are talking about, right wingers, but they always want to frame it as they want equality of outcome, just like Jordan Peterson says. No, I want equality of opportunity. Exactly. I don't want to go handing out money to everybody. I would like to put a system in place where everyone would be able to make it on their own. Because there are a lot of ways the system is holding their thumb or their boot on people's necks currently. I'm a soul. All right, I know how to say his name now. We were a minute 46 into this, and and a good portion of that was Trevor Noah, and it made me, it made me incredibly mad. Because, I mean, surely he's being... He's being intellectually dishonest. He knows what the still man of his opponent's argument is he's just refusing to tell his audience he's playing dumb and that that's what infuriates me more than anything he has to know what the argument is on October 14th coming up on October 14th we will apparently it's on a 
What? What day? What day did we determine that was? It's on a Friday, October fourteenth. Is a Friday. That is when we here at the Troll Patrol will be covering the Senate debate between incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock and his challenger Republican <laughs> nominee Herschel Walker who is vehemently pro-life. Pro-life Herschel Walker paid for girlfriend's abortion. The woman has receipts and a get-well card, she says the football star, now a Senate candidate, sent her. Herschel Walker, the football legend, is that true? Can somebody that knows more about sporty ball than me... Tell me, is he a legend? Like, wasn't he better in college than what he was in... Well, I guess that would still... You would be a football legend, even if you were better in college. If you were if you were a legend... If you were a legendary player in college, you would still be a football legend. It doesn't say NFL legend. The football legend, now running for Senate in Georgia, says he wants to completely ban abortion, liking it, likening it to murder and claiming there should be no exception for rape, incest, or the life of the mother. But the Republican candidate has supported at least one exception for himself. A woman who asked not to be identified out of privacy concerns told the Daily Beast that after she and Walker conceived a child while they were dating in 2009, he urged her to get an abortion. The woman said she had the procedure and that Walker reimbursed her, uh, reimbursed her for it. She supported these claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic, a get well card from Walker, and a bank deposit receipt that included an image of a signed $700 personal check from Walker. The woman said there was a $125 difference because she ballparked the cost of an abortion after Googling the procedure and added on expenses such as travel and recovery costs. She should, or I mean, he should have just rounded it up and made a thousand. Come on. Additionally, the Daily Beast independently corroborated details of the woman's claims with a close friend she told at the time, and who, according to the woman and the friend, took care of her in the days after the procedure. The woman said Walker, who was not married at the time, told her it would be more convenient to terminate the pregnancy, saying it was not the right time for him to have a child. It was a feeling she shared, but what she didn't know was that Walker had an out-of-wedlock child with another woman earlier that same year. Asked if Walker ever expressed regret for the decision, the woman said Walker never had. Asked why she came forward, the woman pointed to Walker's hardline anti-abortion position. I just can't with the hypocrisy anymore. We all deserve better. After the Daily Beast reached out to the Walker campaign for comment, Robert Ingram, a lawyer representing both the campaign and Walker in his personal capacity, responded, This is a false story, Ingram said in a phone call, adding that he based that conclusion on anonymous sources. All you want to do is run with stories to target black conservatives. He said, You focus on black conservatives. Ingram asked the Daily Beast to disclose the identity of the woman, but we declined. After the story published, Walker released a statement in which he called the story a flat-out lie. We're going to hear from Walker in just a second. 
Here is the get well card. Pray you are feeling better. Pray you are feeling better is what he sent in her get well card after her abortion. In a 40-minute phone call this June about one of his out-of-wedlock children, the Daily Beast, pressed Walker repeatedly on whether he had ever knowingly had an abortion with any of his past partners. After dodging the question multiple times, he ultimately said he had not. Weeks later, a Democratic activist pretending to be a Walker supporter posed the same question at a campaign event, asking the NFL star whether he'd ever funded or caused somebody to have an abortion. No, Walker replied twice. And the activist recorded the video. Just all kinds of receipts in this story. I am. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I really, you know, I don't want to sound rude in asking yes. this, but, you know, as a Christian yes. and all the attacks that you're going through right now, yes. I, I understand that, you know, you had other children that weren't your, with women that weren't yes. your wife. I could still support you, though. If, I don't want it to come off as rude at all, but you've never, like, funded an abortion or no. caused an no. abortion. <laughs> You know, the, 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 the stuff about your children, you're standing up and you're being a good man. Oh, don't worry. We're going to hear from one of his kids here in a second. And it is spectacular. You don't want to miss it. Walker is running in one of the most important races in the country, and the outcome could determine which party controls the Senate. It's also one of the closest races in the country with recent polls showing Walker just behind Democratic opponent incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock. But Walker, who, according to his ex-wife, held a gun to her head and was going to blow my brains out, has been continually rocked by reports that he has lied about his past and covered up several love children. First, we're going to go to Fox News last night where Walker... Denied it 100% on with Sean Hannity, I believe. Could be Tucker. Nope, Hannity. Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Let's start with the Daily Beast, Herschel. I mean, serious accusations that in 2009 that you paid for an abortion. First question Do you know the woman that is making this allegation? I have no, no idea, but it is a flat out lie. And, uh, and now you know how important this seat is. This seat is very important that they'll do anything to win this seat, lie, because they want to make it by everything else except what the true problems that we have in this country is, this inflation, the border wide open, crime. They don't want to talk about that. So they're making up lies now because they need this Georgia seat. So I'm going to encourage anyone out there, let's not let them take this seat. Let, if you can go to Junior, t- welcome. Let's not let them take this seat because if they take this seat, we won't recognize this country tomorrow. Because right now, for them to come out with total lies, I think well, that's let me not ask right. You this. So they're- they've already got that seat. It is currently occupied by Senator Raphael Warnock. Sir, what are you talking about? 
claiming that on September 12th of 2009 that the woman has a receipt for an abortion. They're claiming that five days later on September 17th, you sent a $700 check and that you sent it in we a saw it. well card. The we get saw the get well card. card. It looks like it's included with your signature on in the article. Have you seen it? And is that your signature? Uh, I haven't seen it, uh, but, you know, I can tell you, uh, I sent out so many get well. Uh, Sir, it's on the screen right in front of you. Uh, I can assure you, he is, I mean, this looks like he is set up by Fox in a studio somewhere. That he's in probably a local Fox affiliate studio. The camera right in front of him has a screen under it. He is seeing the feed from Fox News. He is seeing the card in front of him right now. Not so much of anything, but I can tell you right now, I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie. And I'm going to continue to fight. You know, I tell you, that's what they want. They want this seat. But right now, they've energized me even more. And they're not going to take the seat. So they better work it even harder because they've jeopardized my kids. They've jeopardized my family. They think they can threaten me. They think they can scare me. Right now, all that done is it's energized me more that I'm going to fight and win this seat for the great people of Georgia because to have someone in the seat that lies to the people shouldn't be in the seat as a senator. What about the $700 check? Is there anybody you can remember sending that much money to? Well, I, I send money to a lot of people, and that's what's so funny. And, and let's go back to my part. You know, I, I do scholarship for kids. I give money to people all the time because I'm always helping people because I believe in being generous. God has blessed me, and I want to bless others. And I got into this race because I'm a Christian. I love the Lord Jesus Christ, and I always tell everyone that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So whoever uh, been out there want to lie on Herschel Walker, you're lying on the wrong one. It's best that you to go somewhere else because I'm going to win this seat for the great people of Georgia because Georgia deserves to have a senator that trusts. You can't tell me there's a God. He would have struck this man down right in front of us on national TV. Talk about the New York Times piece for a minute. It claimed it went to your hometown. Uh, is it true you have a, a field named after you in that town? I do. I have a field named after me. Uh, I have a street named after me. I do uh, camps. I've been doing them now. And we didn't do them last year for COVID, but I've been doing a camp there for over uh, six or seven years, not just what, for you've been doing my a fitness county, camp, but right? two other counties. You, you uh, do I do a, a fitness, fitness camp. camp called I Want Boys and Girls. Yes, I do a fitness camp for boys and girls because I want to include everyone. And also, I give scholarships to two other counties there as well. I built a gym there in the school as well. So I'm going to continue to help uh, people in my hometown because that's where I am. Uh, like I said, God has helped me. I'm going to help others. So I'm gonna, not going to let articles like this stop me from doing what I do because uh, for them to uh, do an article like this is sad. But that just tells me how much this seat means. And that's what I tell people all the time. This seat means a lot. The Georgia seat means a lot to the left. So I'm going to say it again, and please forgive me for this. Let's stop them from getting this seat, and you can help me. They already have the seat, sir. And let's stop them from getting this seat, because right now, from what the left is doing is not right. They're doing it to uh, other candidates as well, I bet. Because they need those seats, because they want to change this country, change your state, and we're not going to let it happen. 
And the New York Times, they're all anonymous sources. Um, if you have a field and a street and you built a gym and you're building another, I guess, uh, playground, as I understand it, um, in the town and you're given scholarships, is it, is it true you, you invited your entire uh, class to a reunion that you paid for the whole thing? So? <laughs> what? As well. And, uh, you know, and, and that's what's so strange about it. Whoever wrote this article, uh, you know, never even talked to me, never talked to any of my family members, never talked to anyone. Like you said, everything is anonymous. And that's what's so sad. It's either anonymous or, and, or I have no idea. All I know is right now they want to address everything except what the problems in this country is going on. You see it. You feel it. High inflation. You know, you can't even afford eggs and milk. You see crime. You're afraid to go to the mall. And you're even afraid to pump gas at a gas station at night. You're afraid to walk out of your house because you're a prisoner in your own house because Senator Warnock believes in open, he believes in no cash bail, believe in emptying the prisons. Right now, this board is wide open when the vice president says secured. Right now, we have problems. And we got to get new leadership in Washington. And right now, they want to try to buy seats. They want to lie and do whatever they can to get you off your game. But right, right now, they made me better. So right, well, I'm, I'm going to fight him harder right now. I'm not afraid to go to the mall. I just don't want to go to the mall. There ain't nothing there. I think a lot of people would let it bother them. Do you just accept that? that the if anybody's afraid to go to the mall, it's because it might be fucking haunted. <laughs> That's why nobody wants to go to the mall. This is a political season. This is what happens? Well, no, I knew what I was getting into when I signed up. You know, the first thing somebody said is that, oh, you're conservative, you're black. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with I love America. It has to do I love the Constitution. I believe in the law of taxes. I believe in law and order. I believe in uh, the people. You know, they want to continue to... Law and order is pretty good, Joe. country full of racist people. We're a bad country. And I'm saying we're a good country. We're full of good people. But what we got to do is we got to come together. I believe in unity. I believe in bringing people together. And in that article that a guy wrote for the New York Times, he talked like we're separate. I believe in unity. I believe in bringing people together. That's why we have to stop these radical leftist Democrats who want to ruin our country. I fucking... Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Also, I was wrong after they did the close-up shot of him. They're not, uh, he's not in a studio. It looks like they've gone to his house. He might not have had a monitor. They might not have had one of the studio cameras there. It'd be like a reporter's camera. But they came into his house, and they put the lighting up and everything. You see that crisp depth of field, of field there, how it's a little blurry behind him, how he pops out of the background. He's got, uh, he's got a three-point light at least on him. And they've got a really nice camera, so they sent a crew out to his house. Just wanted, just wanted to correct myself because I said he was in a studio, probably in a Fox Studio affiliate. But after they did the close-ups, like, oh, that's probably his house. Uh oh, oh no, oh, that's right. That does that to me every now and again. I was like, surely he didn't take it down. Surely he didn't take it down. Christian Walker says, I've stayed silent for nearly two years as my whole life has been lied about publicly. I did one campaign event, then said I didn't want involvement. Don't you dare test my authenticity. Here is my full story. 
This is Herschel Walker's son. We have played videos by him multiple times here on the Troll Patrol. He's been out here trying to make campaign videos or political statement videos. He's tried to become like a, a uh, TikTok influencer as a gay Republican. Here is his response to his father's latest, latest scandal showing he's a scumbag. I stayed silent as the atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father, Herschel Walker, had all these random kids across the country, none of whom he raised. And you know my favorite issue to talk about is father absence. Surprise, because it affected me. That's why I talk about it all the time, because it affected me. Family values, people. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? I have a silent lie after lie after lie. The abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the card. They say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter. He lies about it. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. And so for the right to say I'm being suspicious for saying, hey, I'm, I'm done with the lies, when you all have been calling me saying, is this true about your dad? Gosh, we're not going to win Georgia, this candidate. That's been you. You have no idea what I've been through in my life. You have no idea what me and my mom have survived. We could have ended this on day one. We haven't. I haven't told any stories. I'm just saying, don't lie. Don't lie on my mom. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're some moral family man. Y'all should care about that, conservatives. And then for people on the left to act as though I'm responsible for all of the things that he has done. I've talked about father, I've, I've talked all these issues because they've been close to me. Buddy, I don't think you're responsible for anything he's done. Oh man, come on, let us give you a hug. We, we want to like you. We want to like you. We Come on over to the light. Y'all should care about that, conservatives. And then for people on the left to act as though I'm responsible for all of the things that he has done. I've talked about Father Epps. I've talked all these issues because they've been close to me. Because they matter to me. Because I went through it. That's why I've talked about it. So when you say, well, talk about your dad. But I am. I'm saying this behavior is atrocious. Don't come for me. You don't have to like my politics. You don't have to like me. You don't have to. I'm just saying I'm done with the lies. We were told at the beginning. Thank you. He was going to get ahead of his past. Hold himself accountable. All of these different things. And that would have been fine. Go ahead. He didn't do any of that. Everything's been a lie. Everything's been down. Of course not. Corners. The whole thing. And who, who is, whose expense is that at? Me, my mom, as we're chased down by the media, uh, we're, we're terrorized, all these different things. Uh, uh, people are questioning my authenticity. I'm done. Don't lie. Don't put this on me. You, this is a candidate issue, not a me issue. I wouldn't have spoken out if there weren't all these lies every day. I... Okay, but complaining about the spotlight isn't cool when you made your little TikTok videos. What about this time last year? Earlier in the earlier in the year last year? I don't I don't even remember when it happened. But he he dropped all those like TikTok videos complaining about Joe Biden and gas prices and shit while he was wearing what like a thousand dollar sweater or some shit. So, I mean, you, you brought some of the criticism on yourself. Yeah, you're not responsible for your dad's actions and you shouldn't be held to 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 uh, answer for any of his actions. But 
Yeah, you, you're kind of a, a drama queen. And uh, I, I I bet you like the fact that this got 2.6 million views. Just saying so. Which isn't bad. Like I, I like I hope he becomes an activist. And and if he is involved in politics going forward, does some good with his life. This is the first time we watched The View in a while, and Anna Navarro is apparently going to uh, lay down the law on Republicans being hypocrites, so I'm here for it. Candidate Herschel Walker. And I'm not high enough for it either, so let's pack another bong. He supports a full abortion ban without exceptions, but he spent last night denying a report in the Daily Beast from claims from a woman who says he got her pregnant told her to get an abortion and he paid for it and she has the receipts and checks and stuff. Take a look. I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion and it's a lie. I give money to all the time because I'm always helping people because I believe in being generous. God has blessed me and I want to bless others. Mm. But this morning, his son Christian is painting a kind of different picture, portrait of his dad on social media. Watch. I stayed silent as the Walker, right? The voters don't care about these kind of issues. What, what, what are we seeing here? What's happening? Well, this isn't the first time he's lied, um, apparently. <laughs> but he uh, also claimed to be a police officer and involved with the FBI. He claimed he graduated in the top 1% of his class at University of Georgia. That you can check very easily. Uh, he claimed he owned the largest minority-owned chicken business in the U.S. with 800 employees. Uh, he actually, I think, has eight employees. That's actually Sonny. Owns <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then this is this is the doozy that'll really kick you over the edge if the others didn't. He in, has insisted that Donald Trump never said the 2020 election was stolen. Um, Herschel. <laughs> Gonna want to open these a little more. But real quickly, I would say that, like I've said all along, the, uh, these laws are not going to reduce abortions. They're going to reduce safe abortions, and they're always going to allow for people with money and power to go where they need to be. This, this will only hurt the have-nots among us, or at least will hurt them the most. Well, there's two issues here, right? One is the lies, the lies, the lies, lies upon lies and lies and lies. And the other is the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy just strikes you in the face. Yeah, but fucking right-wingers don't care about hypocrisy. If they cared about hypocrisy, things would be a hell of a lot easier for us. If they could feel embarrassment, things would be a hell of a lot easier. And unfortunately, this is not a unique situation. In 2017, Republican Congressman Tim Murphy from Pennsylvania, who I knew, resigned from Congress after a report came out that he had asked his mistress to get an abortion. He was very pro-life, too. No exceptions, too. Scott DeGerlais, he's a current congressman, Republican from Tennessee, running for re-election this year. It came out that he had asked his ex-wife and also a patient, because he's a doctor, with whom he was having an affair, to have an abortion. And so it is the hypocrisy of these men who are mandating laws, making no exceptions, having no compassion, and they, when their mistresses get pregnant, when their lovers get pregnant, when their little girls get pregnant, when they have unwanted pregnancies, then it is the laws for every other woman, but not for the women in their lives. And the hypocrisy 
the hypocrisy is what we need to react against. And it's the reason that this woman... Well, I guess the abortion issue is because it's, it's front and center with Roe v. Wade. I just can't with the hypocrisy anymore. Girl, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I think... What Mox is bringing up, let's pull up this tweet here. This was from the, the thread with the video that we watched earlier, but we didn't go into the thread. I know my mom and I would really appreciate it if Father uh, uh, Herschel Walker stopped lying and making a mockery of us. You're not a family man. When you left us to bang a bunch of women, threatened to kill us, threatened to kill us, and had us move over six times in six months, running from your violence. So, it is, that is burying the lead on the fact that he seems like a really unstable person. And perhaps the media is missing it, but I think the abortion part of it is just, that's what's, Penetrating the news. October 3rd. Bepison Joyer? Bepison Joyer? Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Did I say your name correctly? Yeah, I guess so. 917 830 4359. Wild dude, dude just pops right in and is like, uh, gonna call in. Not even, not even gonna take the temperature of the water. Just come right for it. Hell yeah. Be piss DeJoyer. Why call later? Why not call now? Be piss enjoyer. Be piss. Be pissed, enjoyer. Be piss, enjoyer. Like be piss. Do you do you mean honey? Honey isn't be piss, is it? I mean, see that when I saw Bepsis, that's what I thought. Not honey. I would assume bees have some sort of uh, piss that they do. I don't know. I don't know bee anatomy. I'm old. Possibly. I mean, I'm pretty up on my meme game. You can ask everybody here, like, but also I am old and there is some shit the kids are into. I get on the TikTok and I'm like, Maybe I've been plugged in for most of my life, but now I might not be so plugged in anymore. I get on YouTube and see fucking shit have 700 million views and I stay current on music and I've never heard this artist before. And like, okay, weird. Because I've spent most of my life in in working in media. I'm pretty up on the pop culture. But also, I watch fucking C-SPAN for fun, so I am a little weird. Fuck yeah, I like Travis Scott. He's not one of my favorites, though, but I've never, like, turned off a song. 
I'm old school, new school. Like, I get bored. I'm always listening to old stuff I've never heard. I'm listening to new stuff I've never heard. Lenny, like, I, I, if you, you might not, you might not dig it, but if you drop by for a like a fucking round stream where I'm just sitting around playing video games and talking to people, we'll be listening to music and shit. My music taste is all over the fucking place. Now, when it comes to current rappers, like I'm Kendrick Lamar, absolutely childish Gambino. I love Run the Jewels. Uh, XX Tenation to like that's that. Isn't that the one with the multicolored hair? Was that Takashi Six Six Nine? I like I I have not listened to the XXX Tentation. I don't think maybe. Listen to that little peep dude after he died. And I actually dug some of those songs. For some, I'm into the Xanax mumble rap, it seems. Because I like old Posty. I like Post Malone. He's kind of, I kind of consider him in that Xanax mumble rap kind of category. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's not the lean. They're doing lean, aren't they? Like alcohol and, and hydrocodone or something. I, I dig future. See, see, you didn't think I was down with it, did you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm bald. Yeah, yeah, I'm old. Yeah, my knees fucking crick, but like, I'm still down with the, I'm still down with the, the kids. I know what's happening in the culture. Lenny, well, I like. I think I think I am uniquely blessed to have grown up with one foot in the analog and one foot in the digital. Heather, Heather, good evening, dick waving contest indeed. You live in sexual anarchy. Not that that really had anything to do with measuring dicks, but I just wanted to. I just wanted to hit it. The dick-waving contest that we needed to kick in the balls. He's kicking authority in the balls. Six question marks. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. So glad to have you here. Drake is... Okay, like, I'm not even a Beatles fan, but Drake is not better than the Beatles. Like, I have done my best to listen to Drake, and I can't even, like... It's like I listened to one of his songs... I can't tell you what it sounds like afterwards. It's so generic and so just undescript and tepid. Like there is nothing to Drake. So the Beatles are better than Drake, hands down. And I'm not a Beatles fan. (laughs) Like I will tell you the million artists that are way better than the Beatles. You don't need to know Lenny. If you if you if you want good R and B hip hop artists, I can hook you up. Drake is not one of them. <laughs> I just and, but like uh, I did like that one song, Passion Fruit. I think is what it's called. But like, Drake has more platinum records than the Beatles. That may be so, but the Beatles have outsold Drake, but neither of those neither of those metrics mean anything to me. Because what that says to me is that 
you are such a watered down artist that you appeal to the masses. Selling a lot of selling a lot of albums doesn't mean that you're good. It means that you have hit the lowest common denominator that appeals to everybody's sensibilities. It's like uh, that's the reason why uh, shit like reality TV is what gets the biggest ratings on TV right now because it appeals to the biggest number of dumb people. No, no, no. You you want uh, you want a fabulous musical artist. Uh, you got to look towards like a Bjork or a King Crimson or some somebody like that. Well, the the song "Passion Fruit" is fire, but it is not because of Drake. <laughs> it is not his. It is not his rapping on it at all. It is like it is that fucking beat, and I don't. I don't know if Drake produces this shit or anything, but that that, that fucking beat is fan fucking tastic. See, you didn't think I would know about all this shit, did you? You didn't think you'd know about all this. Coffee is black. Well, I need to look up coffee is black then. I'm a fan of Coffee is Black. I'm not a fan of uh, Drake. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 best musicians in terms of musically sound are not the most popular. And then a lot of people will be like, well, Led Zeppelin, they were the greatest artists of all time. No. No. One that says Led Zeppelin. Oh my God, I I I, I look at you different. A studio gangsta. He's fake as fuck. I just there's so much there's so so many more better artists, and just like Kendrick Lamar on SNL, I've watched that that fucking video only has like a hundred and fifty thousand views, and like a, a thousand of them are mine. And I like I don't understand it. That was one of the the best musical performances. I don't like I've seen a lot of fucking live music. Holy fucking shit, Kendrick Lamar, another fucking level. Coming in here talking about Drake. Nah, the Beatles are better. I'll have to turn you on to some... Because, okay, I don't like the Paul McCartney kind of poppy shit of the Beatles. I like the the George Harrison kind of shit. I, I turn you on to a few Beatles songs like you ever listen to Happiness is a Warm Gun. Uh, She's So Heavy. Motherfuck. Lenny. Have a fantastic evening. We will catch you, catch you tomorrow or catch you some other time, my friend. I can I can turn you on to some good Beatles shit. Fucking uh you seem you seem like you like a like a good mashup or something. Listen to uh DJ Danger Mouse's The Grey album where he mashes up uh Jay-Z's Black album uh, with the Beatles white album. And, and you can see some, some Beatles genius in, in some of the shit that he mixes in there. I promise you, you will really enjoy that. 
You're welcome. <clears throat> Once again, got detoured by music. Also, I'm sorry, guys, about the the commercial breaks on Twitch. It's going to be a free-for-all because of the, the stream stopping twice. I have no clue what, what you're going to get hit with. Let's Let's go through... If some of you are new, I am Justin Freakin. I do the news every night, 8 p.m. East, or not every night, Sunday through Thursday. Feels like every fucking night. 8 p.m. Eastern. We do a news rundown. I debate with people. I get really high and I cuss a lot. And if you want to, if you want to know about my political leanings, I can sum it up with one. One phrase, I would give anything, anything in the world to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. What, get nothing if you sub? I, you get, you get extra emotes. Uh, you get freed from the commercial break, but I'm going to play you commercial breaks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you say in reverse thread. Ain't gonna get no fucking ads if you subbed. Thank you. You you advertise them for me. I love you so much. Media Winch, I love you too. And I'm so happy to see you. Uh, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, oh, and for new people that may be here, I might have a couple of you. Matt Walsh once called me a formidable voice in the culture. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. I'm not going to encourage anybody to use any sort of ad blocker. I mean, you don't see me use YouTube on this show and not get ads. That's not a that's not a thing that it, that I encourage and I don't encourage pirating of any kind. I would never do that sort of thing. Arg. So, I'm going I'm going to introduce you to Heidi Gunhi? Gunaha? I'm I'm fucking her name up. Maybe they'll say it here. Gunahai? Gunahai. I think her name is Gunahai. This is Heidi Gunahai. Who has doubled down on her comments that kids are identifying as cats in school. Which... I guess I've got to rate that one like partially true. There are some some cat boys and girls roaming around, but they're not like identifying as cats. They just like cats. I'm going to read you a quote from earlier this week on talk radio. It was, have you heard about this story, kids identifying as cats? It sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it's happening all over Colorado. It is ridiculous. Where are you getting that, and do you believe that's true? Well, I'm out on the campaign trail talking to parents every day, and this is this really weird phenomenon that's happening in middle schools and high schools. It's actually been going on for a couple years. It's called furries. And kids, you know, kids are, they've gone through a really tough time, and they're struggling. So I have a lot of compassion for kids that are having, you know, difficulty right now, but schools tolerating kids dressing up as cats is not 
appropriate. Have you seen any specific examples of this though or not? Many, many. And um, we have all the parents across the Denver metro area at least sending emails and examples to. I want to be perfectly clear that as far as I know, and we've covered this story a couple of different times, every school district where there has been an allegation of this happening has said these people are fucking crazy. Just, just to be clear, now, this is absolutely some backdoor transphobia. That's exactly what this is. Just to be clear, I have not had any uh, claim verified of this that I know of. Maybe there is a kid in a cat suit in a school somewhere. I kind of doubt it. Furries exist. Furries can be cringe, but hey... There's a lot of things a hell of a lot more cringe than furries in this country. Any specific examples of this though or not? Many, like Drake fans. And, um, we have all the parents across the Denver metro area at least sending emails and examples to the reporter who wrote that story and the other reporters who are interested. I want to read you a quote from earlier this week on talk radio. So she has zero evidence. <laughs> right wingers are morons. You want another one? Here is Ron DeSantis in Florida arguing with a reporter. In the wake of a disaster in his country, people actually praised him for behaving like an adult when he was with Joe Biden the other day. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, this has been, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, this has been handled ad nauseum. I, you, I know you can talk about the, these officials. Ask him about it. That's fine. Go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead, ma'am. Okay, okay, okay. Stop. 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 Okay. Of course, you're going to review everything we do in these storms. I mean, that's the way it works. Part of the reason we have all these blind men and we have record power is because we've learned from Irma and some of these others, which weren't actually bad, but okay, how could we do that better? That's why we had the pods ready to go. That's why we had the search and rescue ready to go. So they had the Todd pods look to see, you know, all these other stuff. I just think that we have so many people. I am glad, I am glad that they have learned that Tide Pods are a, a good source of calories and nutrition in a tiny packet, and they must be handing them out to people, survivors of the hurricane in Florida. We do that better. That's why we had the pods ready to go. That's why we had the search and rescue ready to go. So, of course, you're going to look to see, you know, all these other stuff. I just think that we have so many people uh, that are here working hard, trying to pull themselves up. So many people we need to be helping. We should be focusing on what we can do to do good. We should be focusing on lifting people up and stop incessantly talking and trying to cast aspersions on people that were doing the best job they could with imperfect information. I, I'm Mox wants to see the waiters. I, I why didn't I already have that picture saved and ready to go? <laughs> why didn't I have the picture saved and ready to go? Where did it get sent to me at? I should have just Googled it. Hold on. Ron DeSantis and his galoshes. <laughs> I'm dying already looking at this picture. Not I. God damn. 
Which way did the photo op, sir? Which way did the photo op? Like fucking any community can be cringe. But just like coming out and painting a whole group of people. Oh, they're cringe. What the fuck? I'm sure, I'm sure there are plenty of people that think some of your fandoms are cringe. Don't yuck people's yum. Unless it's pickles. If you like pickles, fucking shame those people. Shame those fucking people. People that like pickles are the most disgusting people on the planet. Learn to feel embarrassment. I was saying it specifically because you, Media Winch, and I was assuming that Curiouser would hear me, but I don't know that she is in the kitchen anymore. I feel like I would have got some backlash for that. She she may she may be like putting a pickle on a stick or something, get ready to come in here and like Which would like I would barf. I would fucking barf. I just I can't be around like pickled things just are nasty. To to me, to me, you guys enjoy your pickles. I'll give you my like I'm not going to Like sometimes they'll put a pickle like next to my, my burger. I will ask you to take it off. Uh, I will specifically ask if pickles come on something because I do not want pickle juice on my thing because I'm so, like, mortified by it. So, like, a lot of times, like, you can't have my pickles because I don't want pickles anywhere near my shit. But sometimes, like, they didn't tell me and, like, a, you know, a pickle spear comes with something. I'm going to be like, ooh, get away from me, get away from me! Ah! <laughs> And it's not just pickles, because I love fucking cucumbers. Cucumbers are one of my absolute favorite vegetables, right? They're a vegetable. They might be a fruit, right? They grow on a vine. No, vegetable. I don't fucking know. Uh, (laughs) I love cucumbers. It is specifically the pickling part. I can't, I don't like kraut. I don't like fucking pickled any fucking thing. All that shit is nasty. I don't know what is wrong with you people. Like hot food? I like a hot and sweet. That's my favorite fucking thing. A hot and a sweet. Hot sweet together. Just boom. I like vinegar. That's what, like, that's how I get around. Because, like, I make my own version of Chick-fil-A sandwiches, right? Like, I can can almost nail the fucking exact Chick-fil-A sandwich because I really like it. Uh, But they, they brine their chicken in pickles. I just brine my chicken and salt water vinegar and shit like no pickles ooh no spicy sweet bit ooh no pickles period the pickling the pickled part is 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 the bad part is the pickling Mm. I just don't and and I know I'm limiting myself that's why like I would have loved to have been a ship no it is the it is specifically the the pickled shit like I can't eat pickled anything 
It tastes nasty. I walked in like I I wanted to try Korean barbecue, and like I walked in and the kimchi smell just like. Sauerkraut is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, that's what it's called, right? The, the, the pickled cabbage that they do. Did I just, did I inadvertently say something racist? Oh, you referring to the wrestler? Now, now I'm, I'm fucking up. What's the pickled cabbage they do at like the Korean barbecue places? What's that called? Did I did I fuck it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that smell. Just ugh. can't do it. Again, always reading my mind. But like, can't do it, can't do it. So it looked like it could never be a chef because there's there's just like a whole flavor profile I can't even do. So I couldn't even like taste the food, cook the food. And it sucks. And then like, I, I genuinely, because I used to be a really picky eater when I was a kid. But then, like, I watch cooking shows all the time, and I'm watching them cook all this shit that, like, I wanted to think was nasty. Uh, so when I was in college, I was like, well, if I want to travel the world, I want to go to different places, like, I need to eat food as is, as it comes from the kitchen, not make any changes. And one of the things that I found out is, like, fucking love tomatoes. Never would eat tomatoes as a kid, right? I'm still, I don't really have an aversion to onion anymore, except, like, Rawer onions and onions in big chunks kind of deal. Like I, I really liked caramelized onions and I've become a really good, big fan of like French onion soup. Love that shit. I would have never ate that shit when I was a kid. French onion soup is the bomb. We just all over the place tonight. Senator John Kennedy, who I do not believe has agreed to a debate with Gary Chambers yet. Let's pick up on this. He said he said that he won't debate. Chambers is saying he won't debate on Twitter. Because it was up in the air. He had tangentially agreed to... No, this was in September 12th. Let me do like the past week here. So it looks like... They have indeed scrapped the debate. It would have been October 20th. This is what I had a question mark on my list of debates we were covering. October 20th, uh, Louisiana Senate debate canceled 
No commitment from Kennedy. This was four days ago. This is the latest update I could find. Council for a Better Louisiana has canceled its scheduled October 20th U.S. Senate debate, which would have pitted incumbent Republican Senator John Kennedy against Democrat challengers Luke Mixon and Gary Chambers. Why are there two? CABL President Barry Irwin says Kennedy's campaign will not commit to a specific date, citing an uncertain schedule. Irwin feels it is important for candidates to take part in televised forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rand Paul no-showed his debate. Do you guys want to watch some clips? Watch Charles Booker went to the KET studios and just answered questions from who the would-have-been moderator. Because Rand Paul is a uh, gigantic coward. For healthcare ideas, Medicare for all, you have said that you believe that removing the profit model out of the healthcare system would go a long way in helping people become healthier. Why do you believe Medicare for all is a workable economic and healthcare policy that would be embraced by Washington? Well, the fact of the matter is what we have now is not workable. Uh, The system that we have now um, is not fair to our doctors, our nurses. It certainly is not accounting for the lives of Kentuckians who deserve to be healthy, who should not have to ration insulin like I've had to do as a type 1 diabetic. So we need to start from the premise that what we have now is not working. The reason I believe that everyone should have quality health care is because I see it as an economic policy. I see it as a justice policy. I see it as a way for us to build a future where everyone can thrive, where we can have wealth and prosperity all over this country, where small businesses can stand up and invest in our local economy. Rand Paul has voted against supporting small businesses every step of the way. He does not care that they have rising costs and overhead. He does not care about rising costs at all. He wanted to further clog up the supply chain. He's been an obstacle and a barrier. I do believe health is right. I'm going to fight for that in Washington and make sure that no one has to choose between putting food on the table or getting their prescription. So went to KET studio. It's still a long shot campaign in Kentucky, but there is organic support on the ground for Charles Booker. He is shaking a lot of hands. I have a friend that works for his campaign is a volunteer for his campaign. And there is an enthusiasm there, but is that enough to overcome a solid red state and a Rand Paul who people like for some god-awful reason? I don't fucking get it. Senator John Kennedy suggests that critics of the police call a crackhead. 
Good evening to you, friends. I'm Greg Merriweather, starting off this week here with Elizabeth Val. We're going to start here with a political ad that many of you have probably seen on TV, including right here on Channel 9. Yeah, the ad features incumbent U.S. Senator John Kennedy telling critics of the police that if you hate cops, to call, quote, a crackhead. Twelve candidates are trying to unseat Kennedy. That includes Democrats Gary Chambers and Luke Mixon. And now this new ad is creating a lot of waves. Here's Lester Dewey. Lester. Yeah, guys, this ad has a lot of people talking on social media. A spokesperson for the senator tells me the ad outlines his record of fighting crime and supporting law enforcement. Take a listen. Look, if you hate cops just because of cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. This is the senator. I certainly will. Less likely to be murdered by a crackhead than a cop. Violent crime, which he says is surging across Louisiana. Senator Kennedy wanted. I just, I, I, I want to point out, I couldn't find the quote that I was looking for, but I found this meme. Hate cops, next time you need help, call a crackhead. Gladly, the crackhead for $20 will find that dude and bring him to you wrapped in duct tape. And he'll rape him for another 10 <laughs> Just saying, just saying. Crackhead gets shit done. Wanted to stress his track record of supporting police and his endorsement by the Louisiana Sheriff's Association. A useful idiot. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. The fact that something like that would be said to make fun of people who are dying with everything that's going on in our community and being a person in recovery and being a ex-crackhead. Um, I was very offended and I thought that it went too far. President Trump once said that uh, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and still win in an election. I think John Kennedy can talk about crackheads and weed killer all day long and still win in an election. So Democrats Gary Chambers and Luke Mixon obviously are firing back against the ad ahead of the primary election in one month. Hear their response and much more on this big race coming up tonight at 10. Elizabeth Gregg. All right, Lester, thank you for that. In about 30 minutes west primary election coming up in one month how does louisiana work because i asked why they were while why there were two of them i thought chambers was the the uh democratic nominee he said primary in one month i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do a little uh digging here but hey i've Got evidence that you probably don't want to call a cop if you need help, because something like this may happen to you, where we're going to Oklahoma, and a video appears to show an Oklahoma deputy punching a teen at a state fair. It does sound wrong, doesn't it, Mox? I will have to spell out Louisiana. Maybe there was a runoff. Voters in Louisiana will elect one member to the U.S. Senate in the general election on December 10th, 2022. The primary is scheduled for November 8th, 2022. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the reason why there were two Democrats there because the primary is not until November eighth, which is really confusing. Okay, all candidates compete in the same primary, so this is this is not a Democratic primary. This is all three of them are going to be in the primary. It's like a jungle system. All candidates compete in the same primary, and a candidate can win the election outright by receiving more than 50% of the vote. If no candidate does, the top two vote recipients from the primary advance to the general election, regardless of partisan affiliation. Cool. That, that sounds okay. A useful idiot? I like you. Crackheads do indeed deserve help and compassion for their struggles, and John Kennedy deserves being in the shoes of a crackhead for a few months. Yep, so that's what it is. There is there's a jungle primary on November 8th, and the general election is in December in Louisiana for the Senate seat. The attempted arrest of a 17-year-old boy was captured in widely shared video, officials said Tuesday, appearing to show him being punched in the head by an Oklahoma sheriff's deputy. So, content warning. Hey! That's ridiculous, y'all. He's a fucking kid. Hey! Oh, fuck! He's a fucking kid, y'all. He's a fucking kid. The fuck's the matter with y'all? What the fuck's the matter with y'all? Hey! What the fuck is happening here? So yeah, call a crackhead if you if you want to do a crackhead a favor, get him some money and shit. Call a cop if you need somebody to beat up a kid. What the fuck is going on here, man? Do something! You can't just let him do this. Is he bleeding? He's beating the shit out of this kid, man. You can't let him do this. Help this kid! Guys, beat the shit out of this kid! Come on, man! Damn right, six question marks. A cab. I got everything on camera here. Is he bleeding? I can't. I can't tell if it's a, if it's blood or if it's a shadow. Look out! Let me get a video of this guy. Don't stand in front of the video. You guys fucking did this. Yeah. Okay, so it, like, there's not a puddle of blood. Okay, it was a shadow. Got it all on video. Thank God. Look at these fucking pigs. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not breaking no laws. Regardless of what he did, he is a child. You guys are fucking ridiculous, man. I can't wait for this all on Facebook. Seriously, they might have inflicted a head injury on him. Harlan. I want that guy's name, too. This is why people don't trust the glasses. And thank you. Thank you to these bystanders that are filming this. I am involved. I'm a bystander. I got it all on video. I am involved. I watched that beat the shit of that kid for nothing. They witnessed a crime. Where is this kid? Exactly. So beat the shit out of him until you find out, I guess. Okay, that's fine. So beat the shit out of him until you find out, I guess. Is that right? That cop should be shoving his fucking head in the ground. It doesn't matter. That is... you guys have kids? Did you imagine that cop Did you see what... You, you didn't see what happened. No, this was standard to defend him. That's fine. Just stand there and defend him. That's fine. We got it all on video. We saw it. Not, not only defend him, but block people trying to collect the evidence. Fucking police. Fucking police. This is our police, y'all. Doing a great fucking job. Beating up kids. They are doing yep. Beating up kids. Did you see him? Did you see him? Yes. I got we it all on video. I got it all on the video. video. Yeah. No reason. He's barely, he's barely conscious. He's barely conscious, man. Leave him alone. 
Oh my god, and a woman is defending it. He was 17, he was a child. We saw no resisting. And also, it's a kid. Well, no need to no need to comment on her weight. I, this is this is hard to watch. Let's let's look at the actual uh, assault one more time. Exactly, great parenting skills. Don't beat your kids. All studies show that corporal punishment has no positive benefits and a host of negative benefits. Negative benefit. Negative negative effects. I've been sick, baby. Still, still, still getting over the the crud. Hey. This is ridiculous, y'all. He's a fucking kid. Hey. God damn. He's a fucking kid, y'all. He's a fucking kid. The fuck's the matter with y'all? He struck him with a forearm. Hey. What the fuck is happening? He's he's on his neck right now and pulling his arm back. Sir, do something about this. I didn't even exactly. That's that's the uh, Floyd knee choke. Everything about this is appalling. I didn't even notice that before. I was so I was so taken aback by the forearm to the head. This is ridiculous, y'all. He's a fucking kid. Hey, hey, he's a fucking kid, y'all. And then grabs his head and slings it after hitting him, after inflicting head trauma on him. What the fuck is happening here? I. There is not a thing that you could have accused that kid of. Now this this cop right here is holding a bottle of alcohol. It's possible that what we have here is underage drinking. We don't know. We don't know what the kid was accused of. But you can't tell me that the assault by that cop isn't a million times worse than underage drinking on the on the scale of crime here fuck these pigs for no reason yeah that yeah the kid was squirming but of course he was of course he was As he is face down and being handcuffed, one deputy is on the boy's lower half and the other is on the top of his head and shoulder area. Our deputies were waved down by several civilian fairgoers who pointed out that there was a male individual and a female individual in line for one of the rides and the male individual was acting extremely belligerent, being intoxicated, and causing a large disturbance and concerning the citizen bystanders. Underage drinking. You could call that assault with deadly intent. You honestly could. It's what the cop did to that kid over underage drinking. (laughs) And I hear all these right-wingers talking about the freedoms we have in this country. I hear him talking about how Biden hurt their feelings, calling him a fa- fascist.
Moore said the teen resisted arrest and fought with the deputies and used the force necessary to subdue him. So the department is standing by the cops. Once again, I have this argument with people that they're like, it's not all cops. Yeah, it is. All the cops just stood by and watched another cop commit felony assault. So it's all cops. And and then we we hear from the department and the, the department's official position is force necessary to subdue them. So it's all cops. See how that works? It's all cops. They had thrown him to the ground. This is what a bystander said. And then I saw the other cop uh, that's on his head area, rear back, and just punched the Joker right in the face. Just blasted him right in the face. And I watched his head bounce off the concrete. Deemed it justified use of force. FBI, where are you at? This, this is the shit I feel the FBI should be investigating. Sky high rates of domestic violence. I do want to point out that the... (laughs) The 40% domestic violence rate is a self-reporting survey. (laughs) They, They themselves said... Some people will take issue with the classification of domestic violence because it was verbal, physical abuse, the way the way the question was worded. They themselves admitted that 40% of them were domestic abusers by the standard of domestic abuse. Forty percent of them self-reported that they did it. All cops. All cops. Elon Musk. I hate to have to talk about this. But it looks like it's back on... If there is one good thing to come from this, let's hope Justin Freakin gets his fucking Twitter account back. Oh God, I'm on Mediate again. It's fucking horrible. Why did I do this? over to a browser that can handle this site better apparently nope 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 why did why did I pick me I could have picked any number of sites why did I pick mediate mediate or whatever the fuck it's called always always a piece of shit Because it had the letter embedded. That's why. That's why I picked it. 
Because I try to always pick shit that has a story embedded. And I was going to clip this for YouTube. I already made the... I already made the thumbnail. So what you guys are going to see is a broadcasting professional intro this story again. <laughs> if you if you ever notice that I I I do that and re-intro a story, it's because I fucked up and I was going to clip it for Twitter or Twitter. I was going to clip it for YouTube. Really, really, I am not on top of my game. Elon Musk appears that his deal to buy Twitter is back on at the original price because he didn't feel that he was going to be able to win the core battle that was going to start in a couple of weeks. Twitter confirms it intends to close the deal with Elon Musk. Twitter has again, this is the second time, agreed to let Elon Musk buy the company. I didn't think it was going to go through the first time. I still have my doubts. But it looks like Twitter is pretty committed to making him. Making him buy it. Twitter has agreed once again to Elon Musk's proposal to buy the company for $54.20 a share. In a statement, Twitter confirmed it had received Musk's letter that the intention of the company is to close the transaction at $54.20 per share. Now, the reason why I think it might actually go through is because at this point, it looks like Elon Musk has decided, better go ahead and buy it because I'm going to have to buy it anyway because they're going to force me to buy it and I'm not going to have to waste all these legal fees fighting it. So if it goes through, it's for that fucking reason. The agreement follows months of legal drama after Musk tried to back out of his original agreement to buy the company for $44 billion this spring. The two sides were set to go to trial later this month as Twitter attempted to force Musk to keep up his end of the agreement. Musk had claimed Twitter had misled him about the number of bots on the platform and had raised concerns about issues disclosed by the company's former head of security who filed a whistleblower complaint against the company. But Musk once again abruptly reversed course on Tuesday, telling Twitter that he would be willing to proceed with the original terms of the deal. In a letter filed with the SEC, Musk's lawyers said they will go ahead with the agreement first struck in April if Delaware Chancery Court will adjourn the trial and all other proceedings related to the ongoing lawsuit. It's not yet clear when the acquisition could actually close. Twitter's shareholders have already voted to approve the deal, but both sides will now also need to wait for Delaware's Chancery Court's response. Musk, who has said he intends to take Twitter private, could eventually bring dramatic changes to Twitter. He has publicly mused about opening sourcing the site or open opening sourcing the site's algorithms, taking a more lax approach to content moderation. Messages to CEO Parag Agarwal. Made public last week, he also stated that he wanted to unwind permanent bans, except for spam accounts and those that explicitly advocate violence. So maybe, maybe Elon Musk buying Twitter actually ends up being a good thing, and Justin Freakin gets to come back to Twitter. Fact-based comrade, thank you for being a comrade. We're glad to see you. 
so low IQ that he wrote an uh, get well card for an abortion one to keep private because right wingers are morons. Let's hear from Dan Bongino, who was apparently gloating about Musk. Oh, no, no, no. He's gloating about the, the liberals melting down over Musk. Friend libs of TikTok on Twitter and on Truth, by the way, who goes out to TikTok and pulls the most hilarious oh, they got banned. of liberals posting their own L's. Went to TikTok and pulled these three. Here are libs having a totally normal one for libs, which usually means crazy. That is a normal one for liberals. Having a totally normal one on TikTok um, after Elon bought Twitter yesterday. Thank you, Joe and uh, Guy and Jim, for the uh, edits, because there's a lot of cussing in this here. Check this out. Looks like Twitter's gone. They accepted the money, and Elon Stalin is taking over. So, fuck you, Twitter, and goodbye forever, you insane Q-like forum, or soon to be insane like Q-like forum. Peace out. Bye. Elon Musk, this is directly to you. Enjoy Twitter. I just deactivated mine. I will not be reactivating it. Enjoy. I deactivated my account and deleted the app. That's what I think of it. This seems like right-wing cope to me. Twitter. That they sit around watching by this kind of shit. Or however you say his name. Um, I'm not interested in staying on Twitter anymore because of this. And I think there's a lot of people that are about to leave. So I just wanted to... Hortog Clyde is a fantastic nickname for him. Here. I'm going to also share this on Twitter before I deactivate my... Perhaps... Perhaps some of you are unaware. His family made their fortune uh, in, in emerald mines in apartheid South Africa. Account so that anyone who wants to follow me can find me here. He's also not the founder of Tesla. Hey, I did a thing today. I deactivated my Twitter account. You can too. Has everyone been black? Or like you the first woman was white, but everyone else was black. Come on, that's at least a really. Get with the program. Is is, is that just like there are tinge? I don't know, Bongino. There's questions about his ethnicity. It shows you've been thinking about you. I think that's a double though. That is a definite double Motley. Libs losing their minds. By the way, I listen. Whether you stay or go on Twitter, I don't care. Just a little programming note for me. A couple people have emailed me. Actually, quite a few, more than a couple. I'm sure it'll be a question on the Thursday, Friday questions for Dan. Are you going to come back to Twitter and start posting there? And the answer is, uh, I don't know. Uh, my account, my team uses it. Uh, we have Bongino Report. We have my personal account. They use it. We do post content there. Uh, but my thoughts, like when I have to microblog on something, I go to Truth or Parlor. okay? Uh, am I going to come back? Oh, I bet you do. I haven't made that decision yet. But thanks for the question. But libs are melting down. I don't care if you go. I don't think anyone else will miss you either. <laughs> Bye now. Now, just yeah. to be clear, I don't care. I really don't care. It's not my I think you, you've done a whole three-minute video about how much you don't care. Says. Having said that, I'm not a hypocrite either, Joe. And I have said in the past, and I'll continue to say going forward, that it is not a business model. It is not a business model to reject customers. So even though liberals are crazy and are threatening to leave, it's not a good idea in a social media space to have... The people using Twitter aren't the customers, you dumb fuck. The customers are the people buying data from Twitter or buying ads from Twitter. Those are the customers. 
holy shit, how do you not know how this works? How are you in the media and you don't know how this works, Dan Bongino? People leave, even the crazy one. Again, my, I'm a business guy. None of that changes because I'm not a fraud like the... You're, you're not a business guy, dude. You don't, you clearly don't know how Twitter's business works because what, what happens when Elon Musk comes back and lets all the Nazis back is nobody's going to want to use the platform. Advertisers aren't going to want to be there. I keep trying to make this point to right-wingers. It is, it is a capitalist incentive. YouTube isn't silencing us. It's not just right-wingers. I assure you, I have a warning strike on my YouTube right now, and I don't even know what it was for. I don't even know what it was for. Uh, I tried to find out. I appealed it. They they said it was spam deceptive advertising, and I don't know why. I pfft, no clue. The reason they do that is they want to sanitize the platform for advertisers because Coca Cola, Bear Aspirin, uh, Kleenex fucking Charmin. They don't want to advertise on fucking Nazi content. (laughs) They don't want to advertise on my ass taking bong rips. And I've, so I've learned because I was, I was going through and I was censoring the audio on YouTube and censoring out my, my profanity. And I found out it's the bong rip. I can't, I can't take a bong rip. YouTube uh, censors the bong rip. It, that's that's bad content for them. I don't know. I don't know how they know I'm taking a bong rip because it's some sort of auto moderation. But somehow they they are scanning the video and seeing drugs. That's what it. That's what it flags me as. And I do. So advertisers don't want to advertise on my hippie ass taking bong rips on their show. You think it's the graphic? I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but like I've gone through and edited all profanity out, and still been limited on ads. So, uh, not a chance in hell I'm gonna take the time to put bleeps in it anymore. Other four twenty one. Hmm. Why don't? Because like. When I'm clipping shit for YouTube, like not like that graphic isn't always going to show up, right? I don't know that it did show up in in what, but it could be it could be the graphic triggering it. But like I I know that in one of the one of the clips that got demonetized that I had put the beeps in, I had hit the bong. But that's all it is, Bongino. You act like like they're trying to silence conservative voices. And all the right-wingers want to play like they're martyrs and they're being silenced. And that's not what it is. It's a capitalist incentive to sanitize your speech for advertisers. And what you guys are upset with, because nobody's actually stopping you from being on the platform. <laughs> you just want to be able to make money off of your hate speech. And it's a lot harder now. Back back six, seven years ago, before what they called the adpocalypse... YouTube was a lot more liberal with their ad money. But then people started calling advertisers or emailing, tweeting campaigns about, hey, did you know your video is playing on this transphobic fucking video? And that's when YouTube cracked the whip. 
But Dan Bongino is a businessman. Having people leave a social media platform that requires social interaction and leaving people who don't socially interact is not a good thing. Understood. But I don't care. You get it? I don't care. I'm an investor in Parlor. I, uh, I, I love Truth Social. I don't care. Buddy, he could not tell you anymore that he does not care. All right, unfortunately, icon in the country music world has passed away. We've we've done a we've done a tribute to to a legend who has passed away every night this week. I don't like this. Please, can we not pay tribute to somebody at the end of the show tomorrow night? Loretta Lynn, country music legend. Also from very close from where I'm from. Passed away at the age of 90, I believe it was. From the coal mines of Van Leer, Kentucky, to the Country Music Hall of Fame, Loretta Webb Lynn's life was a true rags to riches tale. She was born in April 1932. Growing up in a cabin with seven brothers and sisters, she was surrounded by music as a child. She married Oliver Doolittle Lynn at the age of 13. Do, as she called him, was a 21-year-old war veteran. They moved to Washington State and had four kids by the time Loretta turned 18. In all, she would have six. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're just going to gloss over that and not talk about it. That ain't cool. I, oof. Six children. She was a housewife and a mother for 15 years before making a name for herself in country music. Lynn was self-taught and pulled from her life experiences in her songwriting. And don't come home but drink up with on your mind. She started singing in nightclubs out west, made herself a fringe cowgirl outfit, and do drove her from radio station to radio station to promote her songs. It was 1960 before Lynn and her family made the move to Nashville and made her Grand Ole Opry debut. You say you're gonna take it, oh, but I don't think you can. Cause you ain't woman enough to take my man. And from there, the hits kept coming. 51 top 10 hits. Probably ain't young enough to take your man. She teamed up with Conway Twitty for some very memorable duets in the 1970s through the early 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. Lynn was the first woman to win the CMA Award for Entertainer of the Year in 1972 and would go on to become one of the most awarded musicians of all time. CMA Awards, Grammys, a Country Music Hall of Fame induction, a Kennedy Center honor, and the Presidential Medal of Freedom, to name a few. Well, I was born to call daughter. She wrote her first memoir in 1976. Coal Miner's Daughter was made into a movie starring Sissy Spacek in 1980. 
Lynn would go on to renew her career many times throughout the decades, including the early 2000s. That's when she teamed up with rocker Jack White for the critically acclaimed album Van Leer Rose. What else can I say? Yeah, and they seemed a little too close. And in 2016, Lynn released her first solo album in more than 10 years, called Full Circle. Lynn was always on the cutting edge of country music, openly talking about taboo topics in her songs, including sex, divorce, or alcohol. But she always stayed true to herself, her roots. Her music. Well, I I don't know what to add to that. I'm I'm still a little stunned by the fact that we that fact that we learned at the beginning there. I'm still processing, still processing. And yeah, yeah, I'm I'm well aware it was a different time, and I'm well aware of how it was in the mountains of East Kentucky because that's exactly where I'm from. But oof, oof. Here is a coyote. He, uh, this is a content warning because he's going to be scared. We're going to watch him get freed. He, he was supportive. They seemed like they loved each other. I, <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go into it. Felt like I had to. I had to stop and say something, though. But this little dude got himself into some trouble. He wandered into a middle school bathroom somehow. He wandered into a middle school bathroom in Riverside County, California, on Monday. It was walking around Mission Middle School when staff accidentally shoot it into the building. An animal services officer found the frightened animal huddled in a corner. Poor little dude. The staff had cordoned off the bathroom for students' safety. The roughly nine-month-old coyote, nicknamed... Oh, man. They are cute. I, I know uh, I know they're wily, but but they are awfully cute. Wily after the infamous Warner Brothers character <laughs> returned to a natural habitat. No one was injured as the coyote wandered around. Oh, it was fun to see him see him run off like that. But he was so scared. California on Monday, it was walking around Mission Middle School when staff accidentally shoot it into the building. Zippy. Services officer found the frightened animal huddled in a corner next to a toilet. Campus staff had cordoned off the bathroom for students' safety. The roughly nine-month-old coyote, nicknamed Wiley after the infamous Warner Brothers character, was lassoed and returned to a natural habitat. No I even made the joke about Wiley. A young coyote wandered into a middle school bathroom in Riverside County, California, on Monday. Wait, is Dave not on? Mission Middle School when staff accidentally shoot it into the building. An animal services. Isn't it a local love night? In the corner next 
the staff had cordoned off the bathroom for student safety. The roughly nine. Uh, let's go see Igloo. If you're watching on a chirpy pupper. If you're watching on Twitch. We gonna go say hey to Igloo, who's gonna uh, be co-hosting with me on the Friday Night Freak Show here in a few weeks. A young coyote wandered into a middle I can't remember what date it is, but soon. <laughs> go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It is all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live. And then Thursday night, we have yet another debate.